0: Hello and welcome to the FGB podcast. My name is Robin, And I'm Michelle. And the Fit Girl Boss podcast is all about highlighting some pretty badass, amazing women who are CEOs, business owners, founders, whether of a small business or a big corporation, but also prioritize their fitness, nutrition, and overall health. We'll be talking about how we can marry a busy lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle together to achieve anything. And also the importance of how taking care of yourself physically and mentally through nutrition can have a positive effect on the bottom line of your business. This podcast is brought to you by Bodzi, an online nutrition and lifestyle coaching company dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs heighten their health and fitness levels all while running a business. Visit us at www.bodsy.com. All right, so today we're doing an FGB short. We're gonna keep this nice and uh short. We're gonna try and go sub sub 30 minutes on this one, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll see what we can do. Um, but <laughs> the topic of today's uh short is productivity. And um I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record by talking about the the lockdown, but that's just the reality of what we're dealing with right now. And I mean, whether you're in lockdown or not, this is gonna apply to you. Um, because as a, you know, busy woman, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a side hustle, whether you have, you know, four or five kids and also have a job, productivity is something that you kind of, you need to master, right. Mm -hmm. In order to get shit done. And if your productivity is running low, it can have stress running high. And so I kind of asked Michelle to put together five, um, tips, secrets, you know, they're not actually secrets. We'll be honest. They're, they're pretty well, like five habits that we really preach. We really believe in that we know have helped us immensely increase our productivity. We know they've helped our members increase their productivity. Um, And ultimately, if you have higher productivity, you're just going to feel better about yourself. You're going to go to bed feeling happier. Life's good when you're productive. Am I right? You are right. And and honestly I feel
1: like burnout is a topic that's so important right now because a lot of our lives like our personal lives are meshing together with our professional lives. Yeah. And you know keeping that productivity up um is going to create more time to you for you and then also prevent the the burnout which ultimately is is what we're all trying to avoid, right? Totally. Yeah. So let's get into it. So the first one um, is a pretty simple and straightforward one, but like all aspects, it's so important um,
0: getting your sleep in. I know. And can we, (laughs) I feel like sometimes like, you know, for people who have been following us for a while, they're probably used to this by now, but if you're coming into this episode fresh, like and you're reading the title where it's like, oh, like five productivity hacks to create, a, like these are not hacks. And you might be disappointed to understand that we are like the most simple, basic people where we preach like the most basic things. Like these you're are really, not- You're really
1: selling us today.
0: Yeah, you're but like, like, like in secrets- the best-
1: But they're not secrets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Five> like, hacks. <laughs> but they're not. like I, Like, you know, I feel like just in the way where it's like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I'm not selling us at all. But sleep is something that we We all do. do, But you know, that's not to take away. It's absolutely true. Yeah, because I think like, you don't like sleep is sleep is not a hack. (laughs) Sleep is not a secret. Sleep is not this like magical thing. It's like, Oh my god, have you ever tried sleeping? It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) like we all do it. It's just how the, the conversation then becomes like, how do we optimize our sleep? But also like, why is sleep so important? Because we all do it, but we all do it very passively. Like it's something that we just do because we're human and we don't really tend to think about it or understand it in a way that's actually going to help us be more productive, be more energized, be more like, you know, just better humans overall.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, also kind of where you're going with that is, is that it's, it's definitely not a hack. It's definitely, I mean, we all sleep or else we would die, but it's still something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and it's like this week, I would say, you know, out of all my coaching calls, sleep has come up in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's me talking to the people in Ontario that, you know, I mean, not to mention lockdown again, but here we are again, Mm -hmm. Um, If whether it's to do with that, whether it's just to do with general stressors, you know, sleep is so crazy important. And although it's not a hack, it it somewhat feels like one sometimes.
0: It Well, yeah, it does. But I think because of the uh, like the crazy positive effect it can have if you prioritize it like that, then it starts to become or then it starts to feel like almost a hack because then you're like, whoa! <laughs> like I didn't like the the difference of the quality of your day on a good night's sleep versus a bad night's sleep. Is not personally is crazy? Yeah, right. And so that's when it starts to feel like almost a hack because it's like, oh, something so simple as a good night's sleep can have this like insane effect on you know, and I'm talking kind of short term. So like one night sleep obviously has a, a good effect on the next day, but like overall good sleep habits are going to have effect on like, like l- longevity of your life even, right? Yeah. Like there are studies out there that talk about literally putting years back on your life. Or on the other hand, studies out there talking about how sleep deprivation will take years off of your life. And like, mm-hmm. that's just kind of like crazy in, in, in and of itself. So- I mean, let's kind of get into the why because that's obviously important. I think, like, yeah, you know, sleep for physical recovery is important as we know we're active people. We have a member group of, you know, active women. And we promote exercise as one of the most important things to live a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, Mm -hmm. as you sleep, your body is able to actually repair these tissues um, and strengthen these tissues. And, you know, I don't know if you've heard the saying, you know, you don't get strong when you're in the gym, you get strong when you're, when you're resting, when you're sleeping.
1: Totally. And sleep also helps improve your mental health, your mood and your overall brain function. So Again, the big why for sleep is during sleep, your brain creates and maintains pathways that are critical for memory formation and retention. So obviously, um, you know, this process helps enhance learning and problem solving, problem solving skills, which are essential for top performance in the workplace, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so easy to recognize brain fog, right? Like, oh, gosh. I've got a bad case of it this morning. <laughs> half due to my cat waking me up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And half due to the fact that I napped too late yesterday. So that's a good takeaway, actually, if you're going to nap, and I think I've written about this before, and maybe a blog post on, on one of my Instagrams or something. <clears throat> but if you're a napper, I'm all for naps. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love a nap, love a good nap. Um, if you are going to nap, nap early, <laughs> like, you know, don't get into the habit. I'm so guilty of it. it just, you know, a point case, like yesterday, I kind of ruined my sleep last night. I was on the phone for, you know, a solid six hours yesterday and I was just zonked by the end of it. And it was like three 30 and I was like, Oh boo. Like I need to work out. I need to do all these things, but I'm going to crash immediately. And so it ended up turning into like a good 90 minute nap. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I just could not, could not fall asleep last night, kind of screwed up my sleep. So, usually, like, if you are going to nap, you know, before noon is the best, but like early afternoon, if you can do that, then anywhere before 3 p.m. is like, it's the same thing as coffee, right? You kind of take the same approach with napping as you do coffee, like, try not to have caffeine past two. Yeah. Try not to nap past two.
1: I feel like we could do a whole FGB short on sleep, and we might need to.
0: We probably will. Yep. We could, we could, we should find like, uh, you know, some sort of sleep expert to bring on here. That'd be great. Yes. Talk about that. Get into the nitty gritty of it.
1: Okay. But to wrap that one up, aim for like seven to eight hours of sleep is, is the sweet spot.
0: Yeah. And I, Oh yeah. I mean, again, another tangent, which could contribute to our, our sleep episode, which we will do. I feel like we've committed to it now, <laughs> Yeah. but I posted on, on TikTok like something, well, I always post about sleep on TikTok. Um, But I always get a lot of flack in my comments from uh, shift workers, Uh, shift workers and new parents uh, saying like, you know, it's so hard for me. Well, mostly with regarding the time that they go to bed. I think I said something in one of my TikToks, like you have to go to bed before midnight or like try and get to bed before midnight. And everyone was like, well, what if I'm starting work at 10 or what if I'm a night, like a permanent Cancels. night shift worker? What, what? You're
1: you're canceled. Yeah, I got immediately
0: canceled. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how you can approach it. But I mean, like if you can't go to bed before midnight, fine, the idea is seven to eight hours at any point, you know, that you that you can. Awesome. Okay, let's get on to uh, number two. Mm-hmm. So I think this one should be prefaced with
1: you know make a to-do list first of, first yeah. and foremost um, make a to-do list whether it's the night before, whether it's the first thing you do in the morning while you're drinking your water or sipping your coffee, make a to-do list and put the number one priority at the top. Mm-hmm. And I feel like generally you automatically kind of put the number one priority at the top because it's at the forefront of your mind. Um, but when you do that and you tackle that first, you know, the hardest thing or the highest priority on your list first, um, you can feel way more productive throughout the day. Like Mm -hmm. you've got that big kind of item done, cross it off onto the next. And it gives you that sense of like accomplishment early on in the day. Yeah. Gets the ball rolling. Yeah.
0: I think like maybe I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate here, but you know, I
1: knew, I knew you, I knew you might on this.
0: Go yeah. Ahead. So, cause you know, tackling the, tackling your biggest thing in the morning for sure. Like if you, if you are that kind of like more, I think first of all, you have to be a morning person, right? Like the the reality is there's morning people, there's not morning people. And like, maybe you're a convert like me, like I used to be totally my most productive, like after 4pm. Yeah. Um, and kind of as I, That was mostly when I was in, you know, university. I think a lot of people, a lot of kids are like that. Um, But if you are a morning person and you do get up and you feel really good, then yes, tackle your most, you know, intimidating, your most, um, I don't know, time-consuming thing. And I think like that, as you noted, makes all the rest of the tasks um, easier in comparison for the rest of the day, which is great. And then you can kind of just cruise through, through the rest of the day. But if you're not a morning person, the, like, what you want to do is you want to be able to give yourself like a quick pat on the back. And so like, what if you got up, you checked off like a really simple to do, or even like two really simple to do's. And that kind of just like, you know, gives you the boost of confidence that you need first thing in the morning that you're able and you're capable of getting stuff done. And then you can kind of slowly work your way towards the you know the bigger thing. And that's not to say don't leave the big thing till like the last thing of the day when you're like tired and you don't want to do it. It's like maybe it's number 2 or number 3, right? Like that was kind of my yeah. only my only thing. Um as as someone it's who has forced myself to be a morning person.
1: Yeah, it, and it's definitely um a personal choice and you have to do what works for you. Um why I like doing You know, the most, the biggest thing first is I like to not get it out of the way,
0: but kind of get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah, Let's be real. Like, I want to get that shit done.
1: I want to get that shit done. I want it out of the way because I'm the type of person that, you know, if I don't get that big item out of the way, then it weighs on my mind. For the rest of the day, and it's always in the back of my head, like, oh, I still have to do this. I still have to do this. Right. Or, you know, versus just like getting it done and then moving on, and then frees up my mind to do. Yeah,
0: that's kind of like else. working out. So you can take that same approach with workouts, right? Like, yeah. If you if you haven't tried, I recommend this for literally everybody, morning person or not. I think like if you tried getting up and working out first thing in the morning such a game changer like and even if it's for you know it doesn't have to be forever maybe it's something that you try when you're going through a really busy time in your life maybe like work is kind of nuts and i don't know like whatever it is if if you're kind of in a more high stress period get your workout done first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. like just do it because you're literally you don't have to think about it after and you feel so much better and your head's so much clearer going into the rest of the day. Love it. Okay. So take advantage of your peak mentality and your peak productivity levels, wherever that is. If it's first thing in the morning, get it done first thing in the morning. If it's, you know, a couple hours after you wake up, check off those smaller things right when you wake up with your coffee, you know, even if it's something like, and getting out for a walk is something to check off right? Like that's something that you need to do each day. That's something that you're getting your steps in is a big non-negotiable for a lot of us. And so if you get up, you get your coffee, you go for a walk, that's a to-do that kind of gets the ball rolling. And it's a small kind of brainless one, mm-hmm. mindless one. So yeah. love it. What is That's, that's um, kind of a
1: good lead into the next one. So yeah. take like with walking, so take regular activity breaks. I find this one so important now, um, especially because, you know, most of us are still working from home. Um, We've lost that even, you know, that commute time that whether it was walking or riding your bike or even Mm -hmm. walking to and from the car in the parking lot. Um, So if you stay at your desk all day long, then it's important to take regular breaks. Mm -hmm. Anytime you catch yourself, you know, kind of daydreaming off or or staring out the window it's a good time for a nature walk Mm -hmm. and you know that 10 minutes that you are off gazing and and daydreaming it could be spent taking a nice walk which helps improve improves creativity um, will help your overall activity level throughout the day help you get those steps in
0: yeah a lot of this too this stuff like especially your activity and getting outside this is contributing to a good sleep too. Like it all comes yeah. full circle. Um, and this is like all of these things like really play closely into one another. Um, and and so if you can have all of them kind of going and have all these like cylinders firing simultaneously, then that's when things start to like really get going. That's when productivity is at its like its highest. Because if you're able to increase your sleep drive throughout the day, by getting your steps in, by getting that vitamin D, you know, like vitamin D is like one of the biggest things that increases sleep drive, like it Mm -hmm. playing into that natural circadian rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know, our body is like fully awake, fully aware that it's daytime. We're playing to the idea of being awake, staying awake so that we can feel, you know, ready to go to bed. We're driven essentially to go to bed at the end of the day. And that's when we can get a really good sleep. So, yeah, totally. Like, I catch myself staring at the window all the time. If I can, if I have a call that I can take outside, I'll take it outside. Like, go on a walk while you're on a phone call. Um, Listen to this podcast when you're on a walk, you know, like get it in. And it doesn't have to be outside too. Like, if you're, if you only have five minutes, walk around your house. Like I paced around my kitchen yesterday on my first phone call for a good 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know if anybody else does this. I think they might, but there's like this mentality that you need to be chained to your desk and you need to um, be like working available from nine, and available yeah. working from like nine to five where, you know, a small break here and there can provide you with the rest. You need to shift your focus and tackle
0: the rest of your to-do list and also like if you're in an office let's just go back to what life was like in an office for a second i forget you're like you know chatting with the co-workers you're at the yeah. water cooler you're like walking down taking pee breaks you're like just shooting the shit with bob down the hallway like you're not chained to your desk in an office mm-hmm. and you know, and I, I totally understand why people feel like they need to be at home. It's like, it's kind of this, you know, this pressure that we put on ourselves to be as productive as we were in the office, but we, but we, we weren't that productive. More, We weren't that more productive being in the office than we are at home. Like I think personally, I like, I know I work a lot better at home, but it comes down to this, like, um, you just naturally have extra time on your plate. The commute is gone, right? Yeah. The workplace banter is gone. The walking down the hall to go for a pee is gone. Like all of those things are gone. So there's just all this extra time that's put back on your plate and you feel like you have to fill it with more work, mm-hmm. right? And so, and if you're not, then you get stressed out, but it's like, no, no, no. Like all of those minutes add up, like really, really quickly. And so use those to, make a a, you know another commute if you will quotations and like pretend that you're walking down the hall to go for the bathroom by doing two extra loops around (laughs) your house you know like i'm kind of being like ridiculous here but like that's the kind of that's what it takes to kind of get that that activity in and it's so easy to literally just get strapped to your desk like super super easy too easy super
1: easy okay so let's go on to the next one i think we did a good job I think everyone gets that. Get your walks in. Yeah.
0: Get your steps um, in.
1: <laughs> the next one is is similar to sleep. And we probably, you know, sound like broken records because like sleep, we talk about this so much. But again, the it's too important not to. Mm-hmm. So hydration.
0: Mm-hmm. Hydrate,
1: hydrate, hydrate. Drinking water. You know, start the day with a huge glass of water. Proper hydration is key. To productivity, energy and mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it also her- helps curve those cravings for unnecessary junk food throughout the day
0: mm-hmm.
1: And oftentimes when you feel fl- sluggish you're actually just dehydrated. Yeah. So when that happens like my uh, you know full disclosure, my first thought is to go grab a coffee. oh yeah grab an energy drink. Um, I'm not really an energy drinker, but like if, if you're an energy drinker, grab one of those, um, and they will not help. They will make (gasps) it worse. Water will help.
0: Will help. Yeah. I, um, there is a, on our YouTube channel listeners, there is a, um, a webinar that I recorded, uh, for your viewing and listening pleasure, um, all about stress and food. And there's a topic in there that I talk, like I start to talk about the effects of caffeine and how it can have a negative effect after a certain amount of time and how it's like this, this kind of bad cycle that you can get yourself into if you reach for caffeine when you're tired Um, and caffeine will actually end up making you feel more tired if you've consumed an excess amount. So it's over like 400 milligrams of caffeine per day. Um, is kind of that cap that you want to be consuming anything above and beyond that not only will it negatively affect your hydration but it depletes magnesium levels as well and so when that's Mm -hmm. happening it's actually going to make you end up feeling more fatigued um, you know in the long run and so you're just putting yourself into this like nasty cycle and so it's really hard to think about that when you're in the moment and you're tired and you want to reach for something because you think it's good and it and it will give you like that boost initially, but it's just like sugar, right? Like you get a boost from sugar and you end up crashing after, or you're like me and you get the full-on jitters and you can't even focus right? like oh yeah, I get the full coffee jitters. so aim yeah. like yeah, aim for water, like Michelle said, like we're total broken records by talking about this again and again, but we're never gonna stop. <laughs> Like we're not going to stop. Like, stop. We're never going to stop. We're going to talk about the importance of sleep and water and, and steps until the day we friggin die, <laughs> which is never because we're always going to be drinking water and we're going to be so hydrated.
1: <laughs> exactly. Water is the ultimate, you know, brain food. So make sure you're getting enough to keep it alert and focus throughout the day. Um, okay. So we kind of wrap that one up, right?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think okay. people. uh, I think we uh, really hit the nail on the head with that one.
1: Perfect. Um, okay. So the next one is something, um, I think you and I've been talking about this quite a bit lately as well. I t-
0: yeah. I've, I have a, a member that I've been working with and yeah. I literally talk about this every single week, um, with her because it's such um, it's been really, really difficult for her to not eat almost everything after her work day is over.
1: Right. Totally. And that's really common. So common. Like, have you ever looked up from your laptop and realized it's one o'clock and you haven't eaten yet? you had three so, cups of coffee. And- you
0: know me. You're <laughs> like, I'll be on Slack with you and it's, next, it's like three o'clock and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I don't know because I haven't eaten yet. So let me go eat. And you're like, what?
1: Like, I'm like, my day's over, man.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's, it happens to me so much. It's so easy to do that as like, and like, listen, we're talking, you know, a lot of our uh, audience is like busy women. Like this is so common. It's so easy for us to just get sucked into what we're doing, especially if you're a business owner too, or not only that, like if you have a job that you're passionate about, time just flies by. You get yeah. sucked into what you're doing because you love it and you enjoy doing it. And then, yeah, next thing you know, it's four o'clock and you haven't had a, a friggin' thing to eat and your body's like crying on the inside.
1: Oh, yeah. And then so scheduling breaks can help you and force you to get up and eat something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you schedule that in, you have no choice but to, you know, walk over to the kitchen and prepare yourself something. And I think it's also like worth noting that what we eat during the day has a big impact and a direct impact on our cognitive performance. Mm -hmm. So, which is why, like, if we, if you've ever gone out, I mean, when we were allowed to go out for lunches at work, if you have like a big lunch at a restaurant, it kind of derails your whole afternoon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah feel sluggish, especially if you like finish it off with like a dessert or you had like a beer or a glass of wine at lunch or something like that. Oh yeah. Like it really, really shuts the brain down after that. Um, breakfast too, is like a really good, I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day because it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter when you eat breakfast, right? Like whether you have it immediately when you wake up, whether you have it like an hour after, like something like that, like, you know, I'm not a huge breakfast, Eater. I love breakfast food, don't get me wrong. But it's what what you eat is the most important thing because you know, you are breaking the fast with breakfast. Like that's literally what the word means. And so you're like just think of your body at at its most sensitive when you first wake up, whether it's like insulin levels or any other hormones, like they're going to be affected the most from that first meal that you're eating. And Mm -hmm. so if you're eating like, you know, a sugary cereal bowl, first thing, like your sugar, blood sugar levels are going to spike so drastically. And when they spike drastically, they plummet drastically. And that's what leads to that crash. Right. And so, if you can like ease your body into um, the rest of the day by eating something that's not going to affect your blood sugar levels so drastically. So, like, this is when low glycemic carbohydrates are like so great. Um, getting that protein in the morning is so important because that is like, you know, neutralizing, I guess, things for lack of a better word. Um, veggies and I know like veggies are kind of a weird thing to have for breakfast, but like if you can incorporate vegetables, whether it's in like an omelet um, or something like that, like an egg, little stir fry or whatever, like Greens I, in your smoothies. Yeah. I spinach in your smoothies or something like that. Like I've noticed personally when on the days that I do that, oh man, it's like night and day. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, it's something that again, I need to always kind of, force myself. And I say this often with my members recently, like you're never not going to put effort into these things, right? Like eating right. vegetables in the morning, you never put that on autopilot. Like it's something you have to put effort into, but if you can get into a good habit and a good routine of doing it, your, your energy, your clarity, your productivity for the rest of the day, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah.
1: So on the other side of that, so that's, you know, making good choices while you eat on the other side of that. And kind of what we were talking about before is when you don't eat at Mm -hmm. all, um, this is kind of what goes on and what happens in your body. So when we do eat, everything is converted by our body into glucose, which provides the energy our brains need to stay alert, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're running low on glucose because we haven't eaten anything and it's three o'clock, we have a tough time staying focused and our attention will drift off. Yeah. And this explains why it's so hard to concentrate on an empty stomach. Yes. I'm like the hangriest person. Yeah. Like, yep. I, you know, if, if I, um, get hungry i I, i'm almost like a little child that like can't focus on anything else oh man
0: i'm like thinking of like two other episode like episodes that we need to do like the first one is like women um women hormones and eating (laughs) like that's a huge one because like like you said like women get hangry like i don't you need to tell me that maybe you've ever like seen have you has your husband ever gotten hangry no like no like i don't men and women oh got another tangent here. And I, we got to wrap this up, but like yeah. men don't get hangry, women get hangry. And that is because women need to be regularly fed in order to, <laughs> we do, we literally yeah. do from like a, a, like a really like biological level. We need to be regularly fed to support our hormones. Our hormones get all fucking angry at us. And we get really hangry when we don't yeah. eat. And so like, that's just, okay, that's one episode I want to do. And then the other one was,
1: I just want to say that's such a good point. And yeah. like, immediately you spark this memory in my mind of like one of the first vacations Matt and I ever took together. We obviously like pre Dylan, um, we were really young and we were sleeping until like 11 or whatever. And we woke up and he's like, okay, let's go to the beach. And I'm like, Pardon. I need
0: to eat." <laughs> wait. What the, be- the beach? And he's like, what?
1: Like. <laughs> you know, like whatever. And he's like, he's like, you're crazy. And I'm like, how can you just not even eat until yeah. like a yeah. certain amount of time? It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, just, to, like, that is
0: a huge thing because this is, this will go into this episode. can easily go into like answering a lot of questions about intermittent fasting in women, Yeah, which is not a good idea. Not right, a good idea. Okay. Yeah. So let's wrap this up because I think like, let, we can just kind of wrap up the takeaways here. Um, if you're looking for a productive day, Five things you need to kind of like really focus on sleep, tackling your first kind of, you know, to do in the morning, just get the ball rolling first thing in the morning, Um, check something small off your list or check something big off your list, depending on kind of where your peak mentality, peak productivity levels are Mm -hmm. Um, take regular activity breaks, like really force yourself, set an alarm, do whatever you need to do. to take that five to 10 to 15 minute break. And you can do these sporadically out the day. And by the end of the day, you'll get those steps in that, you know, we preach so often. Um, Number four, hydrate, you know, get that big water bottle in, you know, have it beside you all the time. I find having a big water bottle is so much easier to like just see, visually see your water intake versus just having glasses here and there. And then the last one we just kind of wrapped up is schedule those nutrition, nutrition breaks so that you're not getting hangry. You're not, you know, feeling depleted, um, throughout the day. Yeah. You might think that you're being more productive by sitting in front of the computer constantly, but you're, you're not, your quality of work is going to decrease drastically.
1: Yep. And you guys will notice that most of these hacks are really actually easy to implement and, you know, will make such a difference and have some major payoffs. You'll notice you're more productive, which makes it easier to achieve your goals.
0: Totally. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. If you have any questions, you can find us on social media. You probably know where to find us at this point. Um, Tune in next week. We have an awesome guest on our podcast. Her name is Sarah. She is the owner of a company called Females Who Side Hustle. And so We're going to shoot the shit with her and talk about uh, time blocking, which is a good topic um, to schedule, you know, help schedule out your day. um, And that hopefully will benefit you guys. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, make sure that you are subscribing so that you can get all future FGB shorts and FGB podcasts. See you later.